On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we have a very special treat for the friends of the program. We are doing our fantasy football draft. The three of us are going to go through, uh, <laughs> pick all of the... Uh, I get Chris Johnson. That's my first pick. Okay, nice. Um, or Maurice Jones-Drew. CJ2K. Yeah, good, that's yeah, that's move. my... Yeah, I, I want both of them. They're okay. my... We're not doing that. I was joking. Uh, it is fantasy football. You're still playing, right? You're I'm, still, fan, you're still, I'm still in fantasy football leagues. Okay. Oh, this year, I'm only in three leagues. Last year, I was in seven. <laughs> this year, only in three. Yeah. No, it's not fun. It's not fun. But the, what I've learned over the years, like I create basically the same team in every league, and therefore I keep my head on a swivel. I'm gonna start a podcast for um like the the I'm not like anti fantasy football. I'm mm -hmm. just like not fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like I'm not like trying to like like if you play fantasy football, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I just mm -hmm. like don't play fantasy. And and I wish there was a world that I could step into that's outside the fantasy realm. Okay. And I feel like maybe there's like a podcast world that I could build that's like that with the the anti F1 stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Like there it feel like if you're someone who like woke <laughs> up and you live in this world you're like I don't understand any of this discussion that's going on in the sports world. Come come to my podcast and we'll yeah. all not talk about this. <laughs> yeah. We'll all talk about not talking about it. Um what we are talking about today is, uh, are we talking about the Little League World Series at all? <laughs> I honestly, when, when we came into the show, we're back in the studio, I don't which know is if we great, are. but I came into the studio today and top of mind is the Honolulu, Honolulu Little Leaguers because uh, they shut the world down. Yeah. Coach Titus, you did it. We'll talk about that. I have a, I have a list of some basketball stuff going on. Um, <laughs> Adam Silver's NBA is not producing uh, content like we needed to. Uh, and 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 all of and the Kevin blame. Durant was a farce. Yeah, it was a waste of our Kevin time. Kevin Durant's always been a farce. Yes. but yes, we. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the 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 basketball content streets mm. are um a little barren right now. Mm -hmm. But th there there are a few things. So maybe we can play like a game of blip or bomb. I don't know. I, I like that. I, I have a few One headlines. Of my I can games. Yeah. <laughs> you tell me if this is something. Um, because I, I got a few things that maybe we could hit on. Uh, but for the most part, we are reading uh some emails. We got dirty laundry today because we did the uh, the Manti Teo documentary review on uh, Friday. Ran a little long. Um, yeah. we, get, we get a little wordy when we uh when we talk about something like that. Um. So we didn't get to any emails, so we're going to get to some of them today. That's uh, Yeah, we were too busy reading through Lene Kakua's emails and other people's emails <laughs> to talk about the, the beautiful dirty laundry we have. Yeah. So today it'll happen. So we'll read some of your emails today uh, on the back half of the show. All that coming up, but first, Woody Durham. All right, I want to start today's show uh, telling you a story, Tate, that uh, you, you don't even know about this. You have no idea that this happened. Um, and, you just told this, me you had a story to tell. Yeah, I was trying to play this close to the vest because I didn't want... Uh, I, I I was starting to believe. And so, uh, here, I'll, I'll start with this. So, I was listening to Rosillo's latest show, and he was doing Life Advice with Kyle. Mm -hmm. And uh, my name gets invoked because Kyle was wearing a hat that um, I I had, I bought Kyle. I was like browsing like some internet shop that I I find some cool hats on sometimes, and I saw a hat about uh, it. It said like, "Let me get um, a pack of Reds and ten dollars on Pump Six. I think what the hat said. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. And you see it, and you say. Kyle's it's Kyle, and I was Kyle's like, I, he's not gonna wear it probably ever, but whatever. It's you know, it's like thirty he's gonna bucks. Say it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna say it. If nothing else, I wanted to buy it so I could give it to him and just have that moment of like, I thought of you in this moment. Yeah. You could throw it away if you want. I don't really care. So he wears it when he was recording with Rosillo. They, he, he mentions my name, and then Rosillo says something about how I look like a registered neighbor. I think was the quote he used because I, I had, I had recently like a like a like pedo. A, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, 
because I had recently tweeted. Well, that's not very nice. It's, okay. it's fair though. It is fair. Um, I had recently tweeted a picture. Uh, He's uh, anti-hair though. So you're. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, I think it's that. Um, I was in Montana and I I was having a Coors Light and I tweeted a picture of myself and uh, uh, I I a lot of people have. By the way, as an aside, I do appreciate all the comments I get. Anytime I tweet a picture of myself, the the comments of people that I look like crack me up. I I, I cannot stop. Yeah. It really does. I'm getting a lot of Matthew McConaughey as of late, which should be nice. That's better than Pedo. It's but Matt, it's Matthew McConaughey in True Detective and Matthew McConaughey mm. in Dallas Buyers Club. Those are the only two I get. Dallas Buyers Club is not what you want. You, exactly. can, you can do True Detective. So I get the Dallas Buyers Club and I'm like, uh, I mean, thanks, I guess. McConaughey, sexiest man alive. Two-time winner, three-time two, winner, yeah, maybe. Two time. Two time. <laughs> that's pretty cool. But Dallas Buyers Club, that one's a little... I don't know if that's the one I want. Uh, but anyway, they uh, uh, Rosillo brought that up that I, I just think that he brought up how I look right now. And um, mm. for those who listen to the show and don't don't watch us on YouTube, first of all, fix that. We're, we we put our shows up on YouTube. Go check that out. Yeah. Um, but uh, right now I'm I'm rocking like shoulder length hair. We'll say I don't know how long my hair is. I, I I've been growing my hair out a little bit, and I have a mustache, date. And I've had a mustache for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. I've, I've I've I think I've, that's really what it is. The mustache yeah. is what's throwing Rosillo off. Uh, the mustache came about because I uh, I was shaving one day and I was bored, dude. I was just like, I'm 35 and I'm going through probably a midlife crisis of some sort. And I was like, I'm just going to leave the mustache for a day or two. And then I liked it. And then I kind of kept it. For, I was going to keep it for like a week. And then something happened. And that's what I wanted to get to. And that's the story time because I wanted to address this. That I've been, I've been keeping this mustache for a while because um, on... There, there's a show called HBO's Winning Time. Yes, that put out an open casting call for a role of Kurt Rambis, mm-hmm. and I reached out to HBO with and and seriously submitted my headshots and said I I want this role because <laughs> I want to be Kurt. Rambis. I want to be Kurt Rambis. Yeah. I have the mustache. I I, I, it, I had it was during the window when I was like just thinking of temporarily having a mustache for a week or two mm-hmm. or whatever. But then I was like, oh my god. I think I might be Kurt Rambis. I looked in the mirror. I looked at a picture of Kurt Rambis. I looked back. You know, I was going back and forth. I was like, "Oh my God, I might be Kurt Rambis." So they they uh, this was like a month ago, maybe. Um, They put out the open casting call. They say you here are the requirements. Jeff Perlman put this out. I saw he he put it on Twitter. Uh, He wrote the book. He wrote the book that the show is winning time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You season two shooting right now. You must live in L.A. full time. Bang. No acting experience required. Bang. Basketball experience preferred. Bang. Six foot two or taller. Bang. Yeah. And then this one was tough. 20 to 30 years old, but it's Hollywood. But it's Hollywood, baby. If you're not lying about your age. Austin Butler's yeah. playing 18 year olds. Exactly. He's 30. Exactly. So I'm reading all this and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, dude, this is like, I have to do this. I yes. have to, I have to, to submit for this. So I, I, I send in my headshots. I I I, uh, I immediately hear back. They say this is incredible. Um, I put on all of my information. I'm like, I live in Marina Del Rey full time. I, <laughs> I I was like, put I, your lease on there. Yeah, I was like, here's my lease. Here's my address. Here's, the, here's, here's my the tax Rex returns. Specs I yeah. will wear. Here's the Rex specs I will wear. Um, I I send in all my stuff. Uh, I I I start talking myself into it because I, I I even put a I you know I was like basketball experience I I played at Ohio State yeah I, you you're gonna you know. look like a basketball player out there. yeah 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 um 
I, I I don't know how else to say it. Like, I was just like, I, I think I might actually be perfect for this role. I mean, Kurt Rambis was like 6'8", I want to say. He mm-hmm. still is. Kurt Rambis is still living. He hasn't <laughs> shrunk. Um, <laughs> but, so, uh, you know, I think the guy who plays Magic is like six, is actually like 6'2". Yeah. So, I was thinking, I'm 6'4". Like, that, <laughs> that, that, that translates. Like, Hollywood Magic... Mm-hmm. Not Magic Johnson, Hollywood. The magic of Hollywood could make me look six eight. I started talking myself into it. I think I, I think I'm a perfect role. And then I even put something in the, the and headshot. you are six four, so like six yeah, four translates to that's six, what I'm eight. saying, dude. And I was like, I think I'm perfect for the role. But uh, also, I, I I put something in there. I was like, I I work in media and like I'm comfortable in front of a camera. Like I don't know, mm-hmm. we, we do these shows all yeah, the time. We're on like, camera I'm not, right now. Yeah, there's a red light. Yeah. I'm looking at red. I, yeah, you tell me. <laughs> you tell me. I'm on. Let's go, baby. Um, I hear back, Tate. Okay. They email me back. They're like, we love it. Let's let's do an audition. Did you go audition? I did an audition. Um, they they sent me a script. <laughs> I love this. They sent me a script. It was a it was a tape. I had to send in. Yeah, that's uh, how it I, goes. I had to do three scenes. I I spent an entire day working on this. Uh, I I have a, a pair of sunglasses that my my brother at his wedding gave to me as a groomsman gift. Mm-hmm. As like you know, he gave to all his groomsmen some, yeah, yeah. some nice pair of sunglasses. Uh, they were sunglasses I never wear anymore. So I, so I popped them. I popped the lenses out. Of course you did. And I, I called my brother. I was like, I think I have to do this. I was like, I think these these might be the sunglasses that are gonna. If anything, this makes like him proud, right? Right. That you're gonna use these glasses for such a yeah. pivotal thing. I was like, how many of your other groomsmen are up for the Rambus role? <laughs> Zero, <laughs> none. But I am because they don't live in yeah. LA. They don't have a lease. <laughs> They're not six foot two or taller. Uh, so you should put those five things in your bio. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I pop out the sunglasses. <laughs> I think there were like some, some, uh, Ray-Ban Wayfair type, nice. you know, like, you know, you know yeah. the look, like, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. pretty, uh, I pop them out. I, I put them on, I put on a tank top. I stare in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, where, 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 where did Mark go? <laughs> this is Kurt Rambis looking back at me. You gotta go but, method. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you went method. I did go method. <laughs> I went method, dude. And I was on Kurt Rambis's Wikipedia reading everything there is to know about this guy. Okay. I'm on YouTube. Watching every interview I can, mm-hmm. um, both of of young Kurt Rambis and old Kurt Rambis, mm-hmm. which like isn't helpful for the role to be honest. I don't need older Kurt Rambis to channel young Kurt Rambis, but at the same time, it's good to see where he ended up. Where it, he it's ended good up, to see so, where the character goes. Yes, yes. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm my head's going to the to the Rambis cinematic universe already, and yeah, I'm like, gotta, I'm gonna be. You got to think about like the genie bus aspect in the show. You have to be like a guiding light for her because then people will understand why she listens to Kurt Rambis these days. You know what I mean? Like these right. are these are lots of things that you have to keep right. up with. I like that. And my 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 head, I'm, I'm like, this is gonna be this is I'm this is Robert Downey Jr. putting on the Iron Man suit, dude. This is like this is gonna define the next twenty years of my career. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna just be Kurt Rambis and various things for the rest of my life. Yes. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, so I, th- I'm literally just looking at pictures <laughs> of her. <laughs> Should I put the glasses on? I don't know if I have, would that help if I threw them on? Um, so I, uh, I, I go to my little, like I, my, my apartment, uh, is, is not great for, for this, for, you know, like what, what I'm trying to do. Like they, they, they send me a script and like, we need some shoot these scenes and I'm trying to figure out like what room to shoot them in. I, I figured I'm going to do it in my little cramped office area that I have. Yeah. Um, so I set up a set up a camera. I I read the script like ten thousand times. Um, I have no acting experience really. I was in Ty Verda's music video. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was big for us. That was pretty good. I was in a uh, a Ringer video one time where I had a terrible Boston accent because Kyle didn't want to be in the. <laughs> Bill backed out of the video, pushed it, foisted it onto Kyle. Yeah, and then Kyle, Kyle foisted, foisted it onto you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That was a. That, then I, we act, had one good video there where we did some acting, but yeah. it wasn't really acting. We were yeah, just being true. honest. Yeah, this is <laughs> uh, and then I had to do the Boston one because Jason Gallagher called me and I accidentally answered my phone. And, and he's like, Are you around the studio? And I was like, Yeah. And, you know, he's, like, he's like, You shouldn't have said that because now like, you're. Gotcha. Um, so I had a little bit of acting experience. But uh, anyway, I. Uh, I shoot these three scenes and I, and I don't think I'm at liberty to say what uh, was in the script. It, it, it wasn't winning time, but it was, they were tough scenes, man. They were tough scenes. It was like, uh, one of them was I had to chew gum. Um, I'd like, yeah, I'd, I, it was pick up a piece of gum and you put it in your mouth and you're kind of chomping some gum as you're, you're, you're talking. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really have gum. I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I, I shot this scene, fake chewing gum, which I thought was like, that's the next level. Acting. That's the next level. Because you might not dude. have gum on yeah. set. Yeah. They might so not I, want you to have gum. I was straight chewing. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. going like this mm-hmm. as I was talking. Did you talking. look up videos of Kurt <laughs> Randall chewing? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> um, and by the way, like all of these scenes, it was cracking me up because like the scenes were like two lines. It was like two lines. Yeah. And, and, like, but, what, but, how much is Kurt Randall going to say <laughs> in the show? You know, it's kind of great. It's the perfect role to be in because it's necessary. Right. It's like a player that everyone's looking for. Everyone's like, where's number 31? Where's number 31? You know, like. But you don't have to carry the show. You don't have to be magic yes. or Kareem. Dude, you know? I so the 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 lead up to this, I talk myself in and out of getting this because you know how I, I'm I'm the same way uh, with with Ohio State in any basketball tournament mm-hmm. where I'm immediately like, holy shit, we're winning the national championship. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I look at the bracket, uh, we have a path. We have, it's, yeah, it's happening. Look at this path. <laughs> and then I I I I put the bracket down. I start clapping. I like call yeah. my friends. I'm like, we're winning the national championship. And then I pick the bracket back up. I'm like, oh. We're screwed. Yeah. We're, we're losing game one. And that's what I was doing with this role was like just going back and forth. Like I'm, this is the cinematic, the, the rampant cinematic universe. <laughs> I'm never getting a call back. It was going back and forth. Um, but anyway, there, there was another scene that I had to shoot that uh, was there. There was no, um, there, it was, it was an action. Scene. It was like, like a, we, we want to see, I forget what it was. It was like a fight at a basketball practice or something. Like I'm fighting mm-hmm. with another. So I'm shooting this thing in my <laughs> office there's no one else in the ca- on camera with me because it's just like a reading of the script, you know? Um, and I have to now like get physical where I'm like jumping up for a rebound and throwing elbows and stuff. And I was like, I don't know how to do this, but I, you know, I made it work. I did the best I could. Um, so I, I really, I, I ham it up, dude. I, I, I you know, I, I, I threw in a, like a little improv here and there, Ooh. but then, but then I like watch it back and I'm like, I don't think this called for improv, but then I'm like thinking about the show and I'm like, I don't know, man, they need some comedic chops. Yeah. Um, I took this thing as seriously as I, I, I certainly, I, I took it more seriously than I've ever taken this show. I promise you Respect. that. Which, you know, you see the behind the scenes <laughs> I mean, of this show, look, but we, we know how we do this. <laughs> we know how we do this. Um, so I send it in, uh, I send in the tape. My agent hears back immediately, says they loved it. And they're they're like this is this is you check a lot of the boxes. This is good. The five boxes. This is the, this is the boxes. And they're getting checked. <laughs> we're seeing a lot of boxes getting checked. And at this point, um, I start calling family. I do, and I'm like, I you know, like start pull pull up Zillow, start looking for houses, guys, because I think we're, we're coming west. We're, everybody's coming west. Yeah, yeah. the and the whole the whole family's coming out here. We are going to run Hollywood. <laughs> yes. Um. And I haven't heard back. <laughs> and I think they started shooting. And so I guess my question to you, because you've, you've lived in LA longer than I have, and you understand how Hollywood works. You've been a producer. Um, should I be worried? that <laughs> should, as, as, I'm, as I'm seeing pictures of another man wearing the 31 Lakers jersey coming... <laughs> 
is coming the, out of is, is the other man cousin Greg from Succession? Because from what I gather, <laughs> what, I, what I'm gathering in my research is that Succession star Nicholas Braun really wanted to play Kurt Rambis. That's that's what the internet is. That true? That's what the Did I lose to cousin Greg? <laughs> Are you serious, dude? Apparently, LeBron I, wanted him to play. Oh my god! Well, I had no chance then. That that checks out then. I mean, like if it's cousin Greg, I'm fine with it. But I because what happened in the th- this was <laughs> this was like a month ago. This was you know at least three weeks ago, three and a half weeks ago, something like that. When I sent it in, um, what's happened since then, Tate? Is I've again I've talked myself in and out of it. I, like when I talk myself out of it, it's not hard. It's like I've never acted. Uh, I'm I'm kind of a douchebag. Like I don't have a great face for camera. We all know this. Like the, Dude, the, the, Matthew McConaughey. Calm down. Right. Calm down. You should have put that on your list. Like, 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 shades like, of Um, I, I understand <laughs> why I wouldn't get the rule, but then I started looking at the boxes that are getting checked and I'm like, how many dudes in LA have these boxes can play basketball? Yeah. Are six, two or taller, uh, would be comfortable in front of a camera are, you know, have the mustache and the hair already, so you don't have to put on the prosthetics and whatever it is, the makeup and all that. Yeah, you're Living. saving money on the production. Yeah, dude. I was like, this is easy peasy. Yeah. Throw me out there. You and, have your own glasses that you're bringing? Uh, yeah, I'll bring my own glasses. <laughs> uh, so You're telling me Cousin Greg brought his own glasses. I started no really way. thinking about it, and I was like, man, I, I, I'm not going to get the part. I know I'm not, but at the same time, like, man, I got to see who's going to get this part because mm-hmm. I check a lot of the boxes. Is there anybody that checks the boxes better than I do? Cousin Greg might. He might, but did he? Did he play somewhere? I, he Does he have game? I don't think that he has the basketball experience. I don't think That's he checks that box. So now I'm starting to. I'm starting to wonder. Tall do you think? Because here, here's the theory I came up with that I, why I haven't heard back. Do you think they watch Mr. Rainmaker? He's six seven, cousin Greg. That's too tall, dude. That's gonna look like he's like seven four. He's gonna look like Boban in this. <laughs> I don't know, but that helps in the audition, right? Kurt Rambis is it in does. the room and he walks it in, does. and Rambis is like my height. But he, when but, but when Ram, but when the Rambus character is taller than Kareem, that's gonna be weird. That's gonna the, be weird. That's gonna I be think weird Kareem is six six, right? The guy yeah. who's playing Kareem. That's gonna be weird. I um, think you're right. I think you were the perfect height for Kurt Ram, like six six four. But what I what I think happened is they saw Mr. Rainmaker and they realized that Rambus was like a role guy and mm-hmm. he was like a gritty guy and they thought like if the, if you bring me to the set, I'm just getting buckets on everybody. Yeah, they thought like, the main character. Gonna, that yeah, you were gonna take over the game. Yeah, they're like they're like you're gonna change history. People are gonna think that Kurt Rambus actually exactly. won these titles. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I thought about. I had half a mind of telling you on air and like like oh. I was trying to play close to the vest because like in my head again because I was delusional. I thought if, if, if even if there's like a four percent chance I get this role. You don't, you don't want to say something and then that jeopardize it. I don't want to say something to jeopardize it. Yeah. I definitely didn't want to do that. And then the other part was like, I think the funniest outcome is I do get put onto the show and I just sh- like, you're just watching the show. You don't even know it. And mm-hmm. and the people that listen to, to our, our show don't even know it. And you're just watching Winning Time Season 2 and, and my own face pops up. Yeah. And then I would have been like, God, that guy looks yeah. like Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. <laughs> but I think, I think I was probably... I probably was too handsome and too good at basketball, I think. It's like a little... Yeah. It's not believable. Yeah, you were too good to be yeah. Kurt Rambis. But I don't know. I it, it, I will say that you're... Like, Kurt Rambis is... Are we sure he's in the first two episodes? You know what I mean? Because right now, they could be shooting the first two episodes. Do you think there's hope? Do you there's, think there's I think like... There's still a chance. I mean, it does... If you did see someone in a 31 jersey, that hurts. But I think Rambis changed I, numbers I didn't. to I was joking. Okay. I didn't actually <laughs> see. Yeah, okay. I didn't actually. So I think you have a chance. I th- okay, I'm I back. Don't like, I don't think it's over, is what I would say. Okay. First two episodes are being shot right now. <laughs> I, I feel like if, if it goes along the lines of the first season, right, the, the heavy basketball, the playoffs are going to be, you know, episodes five on. 
Can I can I shave my mustache? I guess what I'm asking. No, <laughs> I'm gonna have a mustache for the next like eight years because I'm just waiting for the phone to ring. I'm waiting for Hollywood. What you, what you really want to do is be like the, the stand-in, right? Like if if it doesn't work out where you're yeah. you're the main Rambus, you want to be backup Rambus. Where like main I would Rambus be fine with sick. that, dude. I would be fine with that. On set I told you when I moved here, call. I had one dream, and it was to have my penis show up on a Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, and that was it. That was the only acting ambition that I had. And House of uh, Dragon. I mean, there's a chance, dude. Honestly, it's it's a really good show. I, I would love to. I, I like. The, I would the, love to collaborate. <laughs> I think that you could get on that show. And look, they haven't had the same penis ratio as Game of Thrones, but it could happen. <laughs> Don't doubt yourself, kid. Maybe that's why I wasn't cast as Ramus, because I would be in every locker room scene. Yeah. Coach is giving the. Yeah, in my mind, Rambus here. He's just butt Jason. <laughs> Jason Siegel is giving a speech. I'm just walking around with my dick flopping around. They're like, God damn it, dude. Why would he have his penis out at halftime? That's just like, Rambus. I don't know, dude. That's Rambus. just Rambus, dude. I'm just playing the role. I'm just playing the role. From what I gather in my research, I'm just playing the role. Oh, man. So uh, if Great we, story. If we have any uh, winning time producers that listen or writers or anything, I'm not going to beg for it. That's the other thing. Like I thought about like going public with it with like, uh, trying to start a Twitter campaign like I yeah. did with the Chicago State job or something, but that's not classy. That's not what Hollywood's after. So I was trying to keep it. And and the white collar execs, they don't like grassroots they don't like marketing. That. Yeah, yeah, they don't want that. And I and I I appreciate that. So I was trying to do it by the book. Yeah. But at the same time, I haven't heard anything for for three weeks, a month, whatever it's been. Um, I'm getting called a pedophile on Ryan <laughs> Rosillo's podcast, <laughs> and I'm like, something's got to give here. Like, am yeah. I gonna get the call back? <laughs> Uh, is it gonna I, happen? I, do think, I don't know. I do think that Ryan's comment came from a place of hair hate. You know it's what just, I mean? Yeah. It, it was hair hate. It, it has nothing, to, especially like even a mustache. You know, a thick it's mustache. Okay, he's like, he's like, it's I fair, have to man. go at him. It's fair. I I, I accept all. Uh, I accept. You, we you can, can have Rosillo on this podcast to talk about college. Like when we have weeks. First off, I love week zero. I know yeah. you're seeing all the week zero talk of college, college football. football. It's not yeah, week one. It's week zero. Carolina played right. Yeah. Oh my god. Did we play? Week zero winners? Were yeah, you the big winners. winners of week zero? Five touchdowns for my boy Drake May. Luke May's little brother looked amazing. I'm like, is this guy not the number one pick? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's unbelievable. He's well, got to, he, is he the high, he's, he's probably the Heisman front runner right now. I, I, from what I saw. No one yeah. else has played. No, that's what I'm saying. From yeah. what I saw, Drake May won number two on Marion Hampton, number three, George Petaway, our two running backs. So those are top three Heisman <laughs> right now, uh, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> Classic football school. Um, just what we do, run it back. Um, but week zero is what we need in college basketball. I want to take that concept, and we need to have Rosillo come on and give us like a week zero preview. Break down the week yeah. zero of college like basketball. What's going on in college basketball? Yeah, that's not so, a bad idea. That's my idea. All right, that's my that was story time. That was um, good story. I, I, the story might not be over. I don't know. Like you said, I might I might get a stand in thing. Like I'm I, I'm very <laughs> very serious about it. As much as I was laughing, like I I I can't stress enough that I took this. I took an entire day of my life, dude. And it was, it probably like a seasoned actor. This would have taken like 20 minutes, I'm sure, yeah. to, to shoot these three scenes. I, I, I watched it back a hundred times. I reshot it. I, I said, I'm smacking my gum, my fake gum a little too much in this one. Let me redo that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I took it seriously. And uh, I thought I could at least get like a no. I thought I, I could at least get like a email thanks, my agent no and say like, yeah. we're, we're going a different direction. Haven't gotten that. So like, I think there's still hope, but at the same time, I don't know how actors do it. I really don't. Like if I was- And Rambus is from Indiana, by the way. Born in Indiana, dude. Terre Haute, Indiana. Terre Haute. You, know, you think I didn't know that? Yeah. You that, think I, I mean, didn't that, put that I, in my- well, Look, I'm looking up Kurt Rambus's IMDb right now to see what other roles you could look at to get some ideas of who Kurt Rambus really is as an actor. Seventh Heaven. He, he was on two seasons of Seventh <laughs> Heaven. Go check it out. Yeah. yeah. Coach Cleary. I think- 
I, as I think back on it, I think ending every scene by looking into the camera and saying, I'm Kurt fucking Rambus. Yeah. That might have been not what they were looking for. But it's also, <laughs> but it's also pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's good ad lib. I mean, Kurt Rambus saw that and was like, that's actually uh, me. I, I do believe this. <laughs> I believe that if you let Kurt Rambus watch every audition tape that was sent in, and I only know who else was, was up for this part, um, I believe that he would have picked me. I do believe yeah. that. I do. I don't know. I don't, and, and maybe I'm going to hang the banner in my own office. What's great, what would that be great that. is that if Matthew McConaughey also went out for Kurt Rambis. Like, <laughs> yeah. I lose to Matthew McConaughey. That would be something. But uh, I have a Hollywood story now, so that's cool. Like, that's, you know, I'm going to be telling, like, if, if I ever get invited to those Hollywood swanky parties, mm-hmm. um, be careful. I'm going to talk about you. Yeah, <laughs> Especially when you tell them you're doing your 20s. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, All right. Should we talk about like actual basketball a little bit? Can we talk about? um, I I, I wanted to play a game with you called Blip or Bomb because uh, we we love trying to figure out what are. That was a Mr. K thing, right? Yeah, that was Mr. K's. We have to trademark Mr. K. He, he, what, what was the origin of that? Was it like losing to Stephen F. Austin at home? Was a 25 point favorite at the buzzer? Yeah, I think, and it was a blip. And he was like, season. this is just a blip. This yeah. wasn't a bomb. This isn't who this team is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, we love that. We just love the, the idea yeah. of blip. And then or we bomb. used it for like all the Zion stories that are coming out that right, he was like, right, had a house right. and was getting paid. <laughs> just blips. So, uh, you tell me if, if these are blips or bombs. Um, so there's a story out of this. <laughs> South Germany newspaper. That's actually the name of the newspaper in German. I, I don't speak German, so I don't know how to pronounce it, yeah. but I translated the name of the newspaper and in English, it's just called South Germany newspaper, which I think is like actual, it's very helpful that they name them that. There's just, it's to the yeah. point. This is South Germany. There's no, it's not like the, the, uh, the Munich Gazette or something. It's just like, this is South Germany. It's just yeah. in general, the South Germany newspaper. Uh, that Luka Doncic is a cigarette smoker. Yeah. Is that a blip or a bomb? That's a that's a bomb because of you and I who are truthers who have been saying he is a cigarette smoker yeah. for all these years, and then yeah. the the haters coming back at us saying you don't understand Euroleague basketball. Go back to watching Tulsa on a Tuesday night. You don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. And we're just saying we do know. We actually one thing. do know. This man smokes this, cigarettes. This man, <laughs> this I do man know. It's a heater at halftime. Yes, this man I know is, that. Yes, this man is drinking Colt Forty Five probably yeah. as well at halftime. Um, which is, you know, you do you, Luca. We were just, we were just trying to call it like yeah. it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think this speaks to. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think this this means he would have success on Tobacco Road or not have success? On he would tobacco? have success. You think he could? You he, think he could? You could win in the ACC with Luca? Absolutely. Okay. I think if he's at Wake Forest, though, you know, it's a classic: get to number one in the nation and lose in the second round, right? I mean, that is the Luca Doncic story. In the ACC. I don't think he gets past the second round of the tournament. He's not a second weekend guy in the ACC. <laughs> is Luca becoming... Um, He's no Venus Danilus. That's for damn sure. <laughs> um, is, is Luca becoming too... Like, the story that was getting circulated was that bef- the night before a game, he was playing cards and drinking cola, I think was the term. Yeah. He's um, a big soda guy. And... And smoking cigarettes. And like as far as like what NBA players are doing the nights before the game, like this doesn't even this is definitely a blip. Like this doesn't but at the same time, I saw a lot of people like being like, This this is why this guy's my MVP. And I'm like, cause he's he's drinking a seven up. Yeah. The night before a game. Like, yeah. is that hardcore? He's playing cards? Like, is that not 
I don't know. I didn't read the cigarette part is a little interesting. It's I, more interesting if they were like Luca drank a case like Michael Jordan and was smoking cigars till yeah, six exactly. in the morning That's and the I'm game saying. started like, at noon and he didn't sleep. And he went and dropped forty five. You yeah. know that that is the story I want to hear. I guess that's why I'm like I don't understand that's why, why this is blip, this though, is though, yeah. like, like Jordan's been. It's doing a bomb this. that we know that he smokes cigarettes, but it's a blip. The story itself. The story itself. Yeah, yeah. If it was any other player, we wouldn't care. But it's Luca who we yeah. said when he was nineteen years old. We're like, this man smokes cigarettes, and everyone's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> the two prospects, the two the two takes I've had in my pre draft analysis of Zion's weight and Luca's cigarette. Smoking. Mm-hmm. They as more time passes, I I I become more vindicated. So and that's the nice. brand Jordan brand itself, right? They they have this arms race between they have Luca signed, they have Zion signed, and they have Tatum signed. Zion's on signature shoe number two right now. They're about to come out with the Zion twos. He hasn't played in two years, but we're about to get the Zion twos. <laughs> Luca, they haven't made a signature sneaker. I'm sure because like Jordan has something in his contract, you have to smoke, <laughs> stop smoking heaters <laughs> to get your signature shoe. And then Tatum, they're like, are we sure he's that guy? Which I mean, he looks like he. I mean, went to the finals, but then you know he wasn't that guy. <laughs> so poor Jordan Brand. This is what happens when you sign Duke players. Oh man. Uh, Another one I saw is that the uh, the Lakers are apparently trading Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's the that's the to your the, Pacers. Yeah, yeah. Miles Turner. The 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 rumor that is I guess not even a rumor at this point because it's floated around the entire league is that Buddy Heald and Miles Turner are getting traded for Russell Westbrook, who's on an expiring deal. So then the Pacers will have him for cap space. One, yeah, we'll have cap space after he yeah is off the books next year. So you basically can you get use cap, st- cap space to hire Brad Stevens? Is that yes. how it works? You could? You're ready? <laughs> you sure? I love that. I love this trade. This is a great trade. Russell Westbrook this for is, Brad Stevens. This is a great trade. Uh, how about this? We we, we kind of skipped over this when we were talking about uh, ESPN bowing out of the Big Ten yeah. uh, marriage. Um, because I was so excited about it. I was so excited being a Fox guy that that I it, I saw ESPN is out of the picture. And in my head, I connected the dots and said that means Fox gets a bigger piece of the pie, which I think we do. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta ask around here. I gotta see if anyone in, in this in this studio has any. Let's idea just go what around and be like, "Where's yeah. the pie? Yeah, can, where's can, the? Can, can take a peek of that pie." Yeah. Um, but then one thing that I I saw, but we glossed over, and then I've tried to put out of my memory, but like I keep being reminded of it, is that there's going to be a ton of Big Ten basketball games on Peacock Tate. What do you think about that? When I say that, like you have to have Peacock to watch Big Ten basketball in the future. Oh, because we never actually talked about that. And who? Uh, that's brutal. Yeah, that's that, pretty brutal. Yeah, it's like for someone like me who's not necessarily going to go seek out the Northwestern Nebraska game. Yeah, this tough. pretty much uh, certifies that I will not watch that game. Is Peacock free? Is there like a free version of Peacock that you could watch? I think it's a free version for ninety days. And then they start charging you like sixty nine ninety nine a month. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, wait a yeah, second, what's yeah, happening? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you should make that hurts. I didn't know that. I didn't put I, in my mind, like you said, everything was on Fox. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what. Like when I saw ESPN was out, I was like, Fox. yeah, I was like, this is great. <laughs> I, I didn't more. think about Peacock. Yeah, but here, here comes Peacock. Uh, speaking of Cox, uh, South Carolina's new mascot might be Cox Commander. Is that is that a blip or a bomb? Did you see, you saw this right? I think it. I think it fell through. I think it did. The, I think Cox Commander was not voted through. But yeah, that the, they were looking for that. It was the fan vote, but then South Carolina came out and said, "We're not. I we think, don't care what you say." I, yeah, yeah, I think I think that they took it off the Dude, board. Dude, the the nickname was Sir Big Spur. Mm-hmm. What a horrible nickname or name for a mascot! That was the nickname in, or the name in the first place. I mean that that university has had an identity crisis dude. since it was you know Sir Big Spur. Yeah, 
Oh my god! So it's, it's a tongue twister. Like imagine like a four year old. The name like, Can I of a- your mascot is the cocks. Yeah, and you say spur. Like what? What's going on here? Yeah. Did you have a cock hat? Uh, cocks hat when you were like in junior high, or are you, are had, you more cocks or more head state? I had. More- <laughs> I had a lot of hats. I think I had a South Carolina hat, mainly mainly for the baseball team. But it was nice because it just had cocks on the back, you know, like yeah. at the back of the hat for the baseball team. The the my parents wouldn't let me really spend a lot of time with the guys that wore the cocks hats to our Rightfully school. So yeah, and I remember thinking like that was an overreaction. But now I'm like, all those guys are I think are in prison now. I think every kid yeah. that wore a cocks hat to seventh grade, Brownsburg Junior High is in prison yeah. right now. It's like you school. go to Myrtle Beach, you're at Broadway at the beach, you're in Lids, and all yeah. of a sudden you're like, I got to get a cock hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it happens to the best the, of us. The boys back home are going to love this. <laughs> They're going to love this. When I show up to homeroom <laughs> after spring break, it's going to be a hit. Finally, the last bit of... The last bit of basketball news that I saw is that uh, Michigan State has added Barry Sanders' son. That was the As only news. That was the headline that I had coming into the show. And I was like, Titus and I are going to have to milk. You had one this- line of notes and it said Barry Sanders. <laughs> Barry Sanders son. We're going to milk this. This um, is 30 minutes. So Stephen Izzo is going to be a super senior. I th- I, Stephen Izzo strikes me as, a, as I think Stephen might listen to the show, to, to be honest with you. And if you are listening, Stephen, um, here's what I suggest you do. You should go for the record. You should go for the Seth Towns eight years yeah. of victim basketball record. Um I, I I do think he could pull it off. I I think I thought he was a senior last year, but I think he's a senior this year. He's still on the team. Uh, but I I gotta like the, if Michigan State on on when they do their little midnight madness, whatever they call it, um, where Tom Izzo comes out and like his kiss get up or you know riding a motorcycle, <laughs> or whatever it is, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on that night, part of that show should be Stephen Izzo versus Nick Sanders. I think Nick's mm. his name, Barry Sanders' kid. Uh, they should just play one on one, like do stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, brought that, to you the, by T Max one on one. This is the greatest walk on uh, inter squad situation I think I've ever heard of in college basketball. Barry Sanders' son, Tom Izzo's son, on the same team. Yeah. Duke it out. Let's go. I mean, I love the idea of Barry Sanders being around the program. You know what I mean? As the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. are, are coming back into our purview because of hard knocks, and we're talking about Barry Sanders more and like how great he was as a running back, he's back in the consciousness. And we need him on the sidelines. We need the cutaway to Barry Sanders. We need Tom Izzo after the game going and shaking hands and laughing with Barry Sanders. This is this is a great brand play. I love to see it. I don't know how good his son is, but put him in the game a little bit. Yeah, you know? Barry Sanders. excited. Barry Sanders. I he, they, they live in Detroit, right? Like I assume that's I assume what. The, so, yeah, because yeah. he's at. He was calling. He's like one and of I the think, broadcasters. I think Nick yeah. Sanders is like from the, like he went to high school in Detroit or something somewhere yeah. in the area. So um, he'll be close, right? Yeah, he's going to yeah. be a lot of. That is cool. That is good for Michigan State. If you're an Oklahoma State fan, do you get upset about this? I think you got to let it slide. Yeah, as long as he's not like at football games. That's I was, I was going to say. Football and basketball are different. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If he's like sitting it's, there with magic, like it's a big game. We're on aircraft carrier game. Yeah, Barry Sanders is there with Magic Johnson. I'm You're t- not mad about that. Yeah, but if he's at a football game, yeah, and he's you know saying go Sparty, you're like, wait a second. That's a little but at least tough. it's not the same conference. That's I guess now. it could be for now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> yeah, I guess it we, could be. We'll see. Um, that's all I had. That's that's, that's that's literally it going on in the basketball world. Right I think now. that's a bomb though. It's it's literally a World Series, and that's it. That was like that was yeah. that was the sports news of the week. It was the uh, and Roy McIlroy winning um, a golf thing. <laughs> yeah, and Scotty Scheffler 
broke my heart. I had money on Scotty Scheffler, and he just choked it all away. You were into the League World Series this year. Oh, I you was. You got really into I it. I was locked in. Because, yeah. first off, Coach Titus, shout out to you. You you put it on my radar that Hawaii was a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. And when Coach Titus said that, I'm like, okay, pencil in Hawaii. I'm going to watch these guys. Every time they pop up on my screen, I'm going to watch Hawaii play. And as I did that, every single game was over by them getting through their first three batters. Uh, it was like, it's, it's, over. it's over. Yeah. It's like two of them would hit home runs. How do you, how do you feel about this? Cause I got into a discussion uh, as we were watching the, uh, the championship game and the, the 10 run rule of, of little league. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the 10 run rule in, in little league baseball? I think in the championship game, there should be no mercy rules. <laughs> just in the championship, just in the championship. Just game. see how many exactly. runs you can run it up. Because yeah. you're in the championship game. There's no, there's no time for sportsmanship. And there's no sold, time for being nice. And we've also sold ads. Exactly. Against. <laughs> yeah. We, we've sold ads against this and these kids are going to play six innings. <laughs> that's for, that's for damn sure. And honestly, Curacao. Is that they, not what the most American thing ever would be to, to make the little league kids just get your brains beat in on national television? Cause we got like, guys, Hey, Curacao we, extended the game when they extended the game, you know, the, the, yeah. they scored a couple of runs to, to keep it. So it was still within a 10 run range. When they did that, I was like, we should just play to six. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they seemed like they were actually getting their legs underneath them right then in, in that inning. That was, Curacao's a good team. In any other year, Curacao probably wins it all. But they played, I think, the most dominant little league team ever. We've never, I've never seen. They're a the team, goats to you. I think they're the goats. I, I think they're up there, honestly. They're you, the twenty-seven Yankees to me I, <laughs> of, of little league baseball. And I'm just glad I watched them. Uh, the, this Hawaii team was. Uh, I I texted you as they were were running away with the, the title, and I was like, we should do a goat to. The, the idea of you and I sitting down today and just arguing for an hour over who the yeah. literally goats are um, was funny to me. And then I was like, we can't actually do that. But then it might, it may have been like more ten, compelling than Barry Sanderson joining Michigan State. And then 10 minutes pass. And I'm, I'm like, actually, I, I got my notes out, notes app out. And I'm like going through, it was like 1982 Kirkland, Washington or 1998 Tom's River, New yeah. Jersey. Which one was better? Uh, where do you have the, the team? There was a team, a uh, Japanese team. Um, I think it was like 2003. That, that, that won was it. the team that when you hit me up and were like, what are the greatest teams of all time in Little League? It was like that Japanese team when I was like they 10. All, yeah. And they, it was 2003. Because they yeah. all batted like Ichiro, dude. And they, they were they were all left-handed and they like did the slap hitting that Ichiro would do. And oh my God, they were just dinking and dunking their way to And they had the same confidence rules. and bravado of the Hawaii team, which is basically like, I want to get in the batter's box because I want to get a hit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the whole Hawaii team, every single one of those kids that was like on deck circle, I was like, man, if I'm the pitcher, <laughs> like, I don't want to go against that guy because they're all like swinging, looking at him, pointing at him. The whole bench is cheering their name as they're in the batter's box. You know what I mean? They were just an intimidating team. And that's how that Japanese team was. Yeah, so I, I, Tate and I were were texting each other, joking about like how funny it would be if we had literally takes, and then like we just started texting. Back. Then we had, then we had takes. takes, and then we just like <laughs> we're just going crazy. The, the I think it was the I looked it up. I forgot what year it was. The 05 Hawaiian team was my favorite. I think um, that was they, the they first, weren't yeah. a goat tier. Uh, I misremembered because I lo- I went back and and looked at their run, and they had they had a few close games. I think they won the title on a walk off, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were so much fun. They had a dude with long hair that uh, was j- just, uh, he, he just, I don't know how to describe, he was a luxury. Like he just, he just like got, he, he had a camera presence at 12 years old. Yeah. He, he was he was one of those guys. And I remember that team in like 05. They wore like black and red uniforms. And because um, now the Hawaii teams wear the, 
the the powder blues, you know. Yeah. And it's not as tough. But the team back then was uh was black and red, and they were they were awesome. So anyway, I'll shut up now. No, I I just wanted to bring up because I was looking up uh the Danny Almonte team. Because th- that that was the team, the two. Daniel Monte's him, dude. Yeah. Daniel, Mon- okay. Can, can I can I say this and we'll get off the loaded World Series? We'll, we'll <laughs> no, I don't want to get off. I yeah, about Daniel Monte. <laughs> if you are someone who argues that Barry Bonds belongs in the the Baseball Hall of Fame, but you also laugh at Daniel Monte or like think that Daniel Monte cheated in any way or like doesn't deserve being showered with praise every time we bring up his name, you're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Like this, I I don't care. Daniel Monte is. Far and away, the goat in literally baseball, like not even close, not even kind of close. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, sure, he was two years older than everybody. That's not his fault, you know. But and the, even if it is, like, it's his dad's fault. It, it, like, you know, that's part of the game. <laughs> like, you learn. You're, the whole point of literally baseball is you're trying to teach these kids lessons at a young age. Yeah. Some of those lessons are like you can make your best friends playing sports, you know, and they're like stupid like that. They're just you know, cool man. Great lesson there. Mm-hmm. Other times you learn lessons like. We have to play six innings because we sold ads and you guys are on TV. Yeah. And that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. And you can't wear those Nike shoes because we sold a, <laughs> you know, we have a sponsorship with like Russell Athletics. So you have to wear, wear kids, wear these shoes. I don't care that that's your lucky bet. You can't use that bet. That's it. We, it. we have a sponsorship. You know, that's a lesson these kids have to learn. And another lesson you have to learn is that cheating does does help you in this world. Yeah. It does help. You should mm-hmm. always cheat. Mm-hmm. We, we learn that lesson time and time well, yeah, again. What's that saying? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You ain't trying. Yeah. <laughs> And that is baseball, dude. That's been base. That's that is the entire time baseball has existed as a sport. That has been what baseball is. Yeah. And to now, like little pretend, pine tar here. To now, clutch your pearls about Danny Almonte, you know, having a full beard at the Little League World Series is yeah. bullshit. When we should we should separate the art from the artist and the art that he, dude, he struck out like sixty five out of seventy two batters or something. It was insane. It was mm. it was insane, and and I and I I just wanted to say that the the Daniel Monte you always have a home at Titus and Tate if you want to come on our show and talk about that run uh, we will always be I mean Danny he was Almonte Randy supporters. Johnson as a little kid you yeah. know what I mean he was like straight up serving but the reason I brought him up it was because Curacao and this is just like to show the context of how good they were they had a kid on their team Davy J Rica I think was his name he was throwing seventy nine really he was throwing seventy nine. He didn't pitch against Hawaii, but in the earlier the game before, he was throwing seventy nine miles per hour. He was which touching seventy nine, which is what Daniel Monte. Because I was trying to remember what Daniel Monte was throwing. Because like as I was watching this kid, I'm like, man, this is reminding me of Almonte. Because he's he's flying. These kids can't even get the bat around the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was throwing seventy nine. Almonte was throwing seventy nine, and I just want to say, like people talk about the evolution of the game. Like now we have eleven year olds, twelve year olds, whatever it is throwing 79 and we don't even bat an eye but in 2001 when daniel monte was doing it you know the whole conversation during the entire tournament was like are we sure this kid you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and they, they didn't even win it right like the bronx did, he, his team didn't even they win. didn't win it no because yeah. he he pitched he couldn't pitch he couldn't every pitch game. the next game. yeah exactly. so he had the one game where he struck out everyone and then he couldn't pitch the next game exactly and they finished in third so which yeah. I don't like that rule either. You should be able to throw your your arm. You should. That's another lesson these kids have to learn. Is well, that, when they get to college, they'll learn it. Yeah, like, yeah. college coaches are like, how many pitches? Hundred twenty. So would off. you rather? Would you rather be a little league? Th- there are a handful of guys. Uh, Todd Frazier's probably the most famous, right? Ninety eight. Tom's River won the thing, and yeah. uh, I feel like every time the League World Series comes, well, he around, call, we hear about, he calls a little yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. Like we hear about awesome. Todd Frazier. Yeah. Um, but there there are a lot of guys like Daniel Monte. Uh, 
and, and Cody Webster on the 82 Kirkland Washington team yeah. that have their moment in the sun in the League World Series. And then, Monet Davis. Yeah. And then they don't, you know, they're not like major league players or whatever. Would you rather do that or never have? Is it better to, you know, it's like, is it better to love and lose than to never love at all? Is it better yeah. to be a Little League star and then fade out? Or to never reach those heights. Yeah, I, it's I, I think it's better to be a little league. Star. I think you want to still be the star. I think yeah. that still plays. I still think if you're like 48 years old and you're going to bars and you're like, I threw a perfect game in the World Series. Yeah, one of one of our friends <laughs> in plays. Carolina, one of my brother's best friends, uh, he hit a grand slam in the Little League World Series that was number one on a top ten Sports Center top ten. Yeah, and so like when I met him, they were like, Yeah, Chad. Like show them the highlight. It's like <laughs> it's like a little league world series in the grand slam. It's like that's forever, dude. You know? As far as as far as glory days go, I would rather a guy show me that than to be like I threw for four touchdowns. But that's what I'm. No, I'm. You saying, know, in the what, sectional championship. Like, I'm like, dude, who cares sick. about that? Number one yeah. sports center when it actually mattered. <laughs> little league world series. We should start. We should we should start the live tour of little league baseball. <laughs> that's, that you're allowed to cheat and you can. It's like fifty yeah, year old. You can, you just have grown ass men out yeah. there on a little league field. Oh man! And the there's no inning, innings limit. There's All their no favorite players are like limit. controversial players, like underneath. It's like yeah. favorite player Rafael Palmero. Favorite actors are all the porn stars. <laughs> was that was that real? By the way, it Did was real. The, the one that I brought up on the show where you and Jim were like, "You got ball sacked." No, that kid put. Uh, it was what, actually real. Yeah, it was real. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. I mean, I didn't know who that actress was that he put there, but the kids are all right. The kids, <laughs> the kids are still funny. Uh, the kids are still buying cox hats. That's, that's, for yeah, sure. that's that's the guy. I can't imagine if <laughs> my what my parents uh, would have done if uh, some kid on my little league team was oh listing porn stars. My dad was the coach. My dad would have kicked them off. The <laughs> Unless. Unless he was 6'1", he could throw <laughs> yeah, 79 yeah, miles an hour. Yeah, yes. Uh, all right, let's take a break, come back, and read some emails. How about that? Let's do it. Quick break to get a word from our sponsors. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. All right, let's do some dirty laundry uh, before we get out of here, Jim. Um, we usually do these on Fridays, Tate, but uh, like I said, last yeah. uh, last week we got a uh, got too a little too excited, Manti. a little yeah. too excited about Manti Tao. Far from it. We didn't have time. We uh, <laughs> far from it. I will um, never forget that. I want to respond to everyone on the internet when they say something I don't agree with. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, far from it. Yeah. Titus, you uh, look like McConaughey and no. Dallas Buyers Club. No. I say no, far from far it. From it. <laughs> far from it. Um. But let's read some emails. Titusandtate at gmail.com is the uh, email address. We will uh, try to read emails on the show, uh, especially during uh, days when Barry Sanders' son is yeah. uh, the big news in college basketball world. <laughs> Jim, take it away. What are what are the people saying? All right. First up, 20 years ago, I was a male cheerleader. You can make fun of me about that. It's okay. I mean, that's pretty we're not, easy. We're not, we're I was not a male cheerleader at a Big Ten school. The coach at the school is still coaching at the school. I used to yell at our players through my megaphone when they missed a defensive assignment. 
took a bad shot, failed to box out, or didn't die for loose balls. <laughs> Some of the girls on the team were friendly with the basketball players and eventually told me the players could hear me and they didn't like that I was blasting them during games. <laughs> I asked if they had complained to the coach, and it turned out they had. I asked what the coach told them, and they said, the coach said, the cheerleader is right. <laughs> Thanks for the pod. The cheerleader. The cheerleader. Right. Let's make sure it's the cheerleader is right. <laughs> Isn't that a heroes? Yeah. What was the heroes tagline? Save the cheerleader? Do you remember that show? The Hayden Panettiere yeah, was the, he- there's the cheerleader. Yeah. I think, yeah. The it wasn't the save, cheerleaders, right? Save, it was like save, save the, the cheerleader, save the world, save the whatever. But that is, uh, that is, that has to be like a smaller school, like a what, what do you say, a Big Ten school, though, right? Save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, Big Big Ten uh, school. It says. What school are we thinking here? Because I that that doesn't that doesn't Ohio State. I mean, no, Ohio, Ohio State twenty quite, year, twenty years still there though. Oh, the, the head the head coach. That's what he said. It's, it's Michigan it's State. Izzo. It's Izzo. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, actually saying it, I'm like, well, dumb it's And it's Izzo. All right. But, and it's also like something that Tom Izzo would be like, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> you are missing That assignments. is true. But but in my head, it played out as like a, a uh, it's it's happening in a gym that's really quiet. And like the whole yeah. the whole arena can hear the children yeah. yelling through the, the Northwestern. Microphone. Yeah. But Michigan State, that it, that does feel like an Izzo move. Is like Izzo would. Would agree with the cheerleader. Would 100% agree yeah. with the cheerleader. That's pretty funny though. I, I, I do I mean, like that. that the uh, there's a lot, you know, I don't. I don't want to stereotype all cheerleaders or anything, but you know, they're probably more often than not the cheerleaders might not even know what the hell's going on out there. Yeah. So to have cheerleader that's like into the into the game and well, I've actually said that before because you know when they talk into the little, I'm like, what are they even saying in there that matters? But I like to hear the guys actually being like, box out, box out, right? Because most of the time the cheers are like defense. Yeah, you're like yeah, we know yeah, yeah. we're we're trying we're we're yeah we know thank you or like. We let's get a basket. They're like, we're trying to get a basket. This yeah. isn't constructive. Yes. It's like the Lene Kakua texts that are just like, babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Babe, make a play. Babe, make a play. So to have Stop someone so to have Control someone that's like calling Stop out the wrong. Control the Was this guy was this guy studying film and calling out actions is what I want to know. That would be really helpful, actually. Hammer, hammer. Like, hammer. That would trip me up. If if you're playing if you're playing on the road. And you're running a <laughs> you're running a play, and the the, 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 the home cheerleaders are calling out your actions. Oh yeah. my god! Right, that's a good idea. Yeah, watch the backdoor cut. Thirty four is going <laughs> backdoor man- cut. Every year, like, a manager what? should have to be a cheerleader. You know what I mean? Like one, it's great drama because like, can he lift his cheerleader? Yet? Yeah, can he handle it? But then he also knows all the plays. It's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do the uh, do. No, you, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Move on. Move on. Next next email. Sorry. Okay. Um, hi, Jim and Mark and Tate. I played a sport. I swam, <laughs> but I know first. you guys like to keep it vague. Well, <laughs> nice to put I swam and then say keep it vague after. Whatever. I swam at UMass, and the head coach at the time was a guy who had been around since the 70s. Once at practice, we asked him if he could bring back the cursive script U logo uh, instead of the current branding, and he informed us that Coach Cal had actually designed that one himself. Naturally, I asked if he had any good Coach Cal stories. He laughed and told us the obligatory smart man, good good coach, yada, 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 BS before. Then proceeding to tell us about the time Cal came into a compliance meeting raving about a defensive scheme he had come up with to anyone who would listen. The way my coach told it, he wouldn't stop talking until someone finally yelled out, John, it's just basketball. <laughs> that made me laugh. I hope it makes you guys laugh too. John, it's, John, just, it's just basketball. 
<laughs> I like that. That is pretty funny because, like, mm-hmm. did you see from uh, this weekend, like in the Cal, uh, you know, PR dump, there was a video of him drawing up plate like they're they're doing like their blue their blue like little nil scrimmage and cal's sitting over there with the whiteboard and he's just drawing up plays <laughs> they like put it out they realize like, he's drawing like a new Coach logo cal tinkering with plays and i was dying yeah he created <laughs> he created the logo so that's the it's Dude, he's the, a brand it's, man he's a brand i'm looking at the logo right now um i the old logo the, with the script it's just a script you and then it says mass. <laughs> I mean, and kind of kind of blockish letters. It's coach Cal. It is man. definitely I will say it's definitely better than the, the current logo that they have. The current logo they have is Is he saying he made the script one or he made the current one? I I, I guess the script they, they one used, that he, he created they the script one Canby, and then right? Cuz that was Camby's team. Yeah, I don't know. UMass needs a rebrand though. That's what I I I didn't really think about it until now. Frank Martin's there, right? Frank Martin is yeah. there, and Frank Martin is trying. They just Let's got a, a rebrand, they just got a four star commit, by the way. Let's get a rebrand. Let's yeah. get a. I'm I'm calling for a UMass rebrand. I'm calling for like it. Derek Kellogg like just went back to them too. Make it happen. And they have a statue of Calvin Perry. Remember, he went and got a got a statue there. That's right. Yeah, that's I don't like that. You can't have a statue of a guy <laughs> who's coaching division. But it makes more division. sense. It makes more sense because he came up with your your brand, your logo. I know, but you you could you could have a. I, I'm fine with the Cal statue eventually, but like he's coaching Division One. Yeah, you, you might you might you're competing. You're technically competing against this man. You can't have a statue of another man. That, what, that, is, what is he doing in the statue? Is he leaving the campus? He's like walking away from the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think in a duffel bag in his hand. He's signing yeah, a Kentucky contract a or a Memphis contract, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just leaving all the sanctions. Do they behind. have a Doctor J statue like on the ground? Yeah, I'm I'm looking up all their statues right now. If they have a Cal <laughs> statue, but not a Doctor J statue, still. Oh, he's putting got... up the fist. He's pu- he's putting up like a. Oh my god, that's the Calipari statue. Let's see if they have a Doctor J one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, Camby statue. I mean, they do have they do have a, a Doctor J statue as well. They have a Camby statue. They they have, oh, yeah. they have a lot of Camby statues. They have a lot of statues. So actually, I feel better now seeing all the statues that they have. Do they have a Patina statue? They have to. Let's see. <laughs> I think we know where we're going on our tour. We're gonna go to UMass. No, statues. no Patino stash, statue. Ooh, there there is a Reddit thread saying there should be one. That's though. bullshit. Yeah, there should be a Patino statue. <laughs> Look at Cal back in the day. <laughs> What a character, Cal! Cal, we're that's never mind. I I gotta I gotta stop. Never mind. <laughs> I gotta stop talking before uh, I I really think it through what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Victor Cruz. Good email statue? though. Good email. That's a good email. Uh, we need it. We need a UMass rebrand though, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. All right. Hi, Titus and Tate. I went to the University of Oklahoma, and my freshman year was the same major. And my freshman year was the same as Brady Manic and Trey Young. I had the same major as Brady and shared several classes with him freshman year. What I can report is that Brady is the most dedicated student athlete I ever saw on campus. The man never missed a single class. My roommate and I shared an ethics class with him at 9 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And throughout the semester, we started going less and less because we were lazy. But Brady was always there in the same exact seat. So because of this, we were the world's biggest Brady Manic fans and were crushed when he transferred to UNC. Also can report that I don't believe Trey Young ever stepped foot in an academic building. 
My funniest student athlete <laughs> encounter was with a player who got drafted a year ago and is currently in the NFL when he cheated on an exam. He only showed up to class four times the entire semester, and on the final exam day, he sat down next to these girls, and I overheard a girl tell him, you should sit on the other side next to her because she studied she studied more. <laughs> and I'm not a narc, so I didn't tell anyone. Love the pod. Oh, man. Yeah, there's there's something that's special about you know did those Br- academic rooms. Who, did Brady Manning? Send that in? Is that? Is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. my God. Shows student athletes, you know what I mean? That's great student athletes like Luke May, who went to his 8 a.m., Brady Manick, who went to every one of his classes. That's what Carolina does. We have great student athletes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, famously, 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 student athletes. Oh, my God. Uh, that's not surprising. Nothing surprised me about that. Although Brady Manick, that is a little surprise. I met the other parts, the, the Trey Young. Yeah, stuff no, in that, it. Yeah. that doesn't surprise me. I mean, but also, we can't, like, these guys were like, we didn't go to every class. So, how can they confirm that Brady was at every class? How long are we going to keep the facade going of with the student athlete part of I'm, the, I know that there are forces at play that are trying to mm-hmm. get rid of the academics altogether um, I'm just curious like what the timeline is with this when 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 will we live in a world where college athletes will no longer have to fake going to class you just simply don't ever go to class it's gonna like, be yeah, like I Auburn don't. you know Auburn yeah. they all the players have like uh, it's like basically like student athlete track it's like their own track of learning and you, they're all are like in yeah, yeah that, that's what it's gonna be I've, I've always argued that you should be able to major in your sport yeah why not I major in football because honestly majoring in basketball is probably more useful than some of the other and you learn about like the salary in. cap and the NBA and you learn about yeah. like overseas leagues sure. and like yeah you, you do the sure. whole thing all of it <laughs> yeah, that should be your, that, those are like the only classes you take, and yeah. then like you get a ton of credits for all the time you put in a major in basketball, minor in econ. Yeah, there I you hire go. You. <laughs> Good email. Is that it? Mm-hmm. No, we got some more. Okay, <laughs> all right. Next one. <laughs> I thought he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not it. Not <laughs> what, what was the Manti quote? Not far, far from, from it. Far from, far from, far from, from it. it. Yeah, far from it. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you know On3 was founded by the same man who founded Rivals, sold sold Rivals, and cashed out, then founded 24-7 Sports, sold it, and cashed out, and now has started his third recruiting service site. Man is a prime <laughs> candidate for bad guy of the year. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Who's this? Who is this man? Who is Whose man is this? Yeah, we got to make this documentary. This guy is unbelievable. So he basically just like, he keeps rebranding and selling the same thing over and over again. Who is this guy? Who's the, who, who is the, who? It turns out it's Condoleezza Rice. Who is the on three guy? Dick Vitale. I just Dick typed Vitale. in. <laughs> who? <laughs> it's Cal. Uh, that is funny because we brought up on three and then uh, <laughs> Joe Tipton, our guy, he he like he sent a nice note and explained how it all came to be and, uh, you know, broke it all down. But he didn't tell us it was the same guy that did two four seven or <laughs> Dude, this guy is this guy is this guy's him. I'm going to say, yeah, it. he might be him. He's, He's definitely one of them ones. I mean, definitely what the hell? Ones. Yeah. Did he I, start CBB Gospel? Because I saw that today. There's one guy that runs all of these sites. <laughs> it's a monopoly. This goes all the way to the top. George Soros. George Soros. (laughs) Doing college basketball recruiting. (laughs) He's like, it's a great racket. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
That's that, amazing. I, that's I got amazing. I got some research to do now. Same, same. This, there goes my day. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same dude. Thank you to that emailer. Like, it's Fauci. You, after after he sold that, he just retired. That's like a. That's like a. Isn't the uh, Ferrari or Lamborghini? Isn't that what happened? Like Ferrari. I I don't I don't care to know the actual story, but like mm. one of them broke away from the <laughs> other and like start like started Ferrari. Like Lamborghini started. <laughs> what Ferrari. is this? An F one pod. <laughs> Lamborghini like <laughs> helped start Ferrari with Ferrari and then like broke away and started Lamborghini too and then yeah. I don't know it didn't work yeah. just kept, Gap and Banana Republic and Abercrombie and whatever <laughs> they're Eddie all owned by the same guy and it's all the same guy <laughs> yeah it's crazy exactly. Kanye <laughs> Donda alright next one uh, when I was in college I caddied at a ritzy country club in Westchester County what up Jim Nice. Westchester. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Boomer Esiason held a charity golf tournament where each foursome had one active pro quarterback. My mm. group had Doug Flutie, which tells you how long ago this was. He was cool as shit, by the way, and seemed to be the only quarterback who wasn't a huge egomaniac. At the time, <laughs> I go to hit the restroom and out comes Brett Favre. He was probably the most famous active quarterback at the time. I was starstruck. In his booming southern draw, he says... He announces to me and two other guys standing there, someone laid a mammoth turd in there. <laughs> we go from awed to laughing hysterically. He starts jogging back to his foursome and yells back over his shoulder, shoot, fellas, it was me. And I go into the bathroom. I see that he signed his name in Sharpie on the stall, and that was the scene of the crime. What? Brett when the Favre? round was over, <laughs> yeah, when the round was over, I talked to multiple people who saw the autograph and couldn't believe that's why he wrote it in the stall at a country club with a six-figure initiation fee. Brett Favre Keep took a poop in the sounds. urinal. Brett Favre did it. Brett Favre pooped in the <laughs> urinal and then signed it and then left it yeah. and then... <laughs> yeah. He drew the dicks. Yeah, when uh, you talk about an egomaniac... <laughs> Dude, I will never forget this story as long as I live. Yeah. I don't even care if it's true. That's the, that's the joy of also Dirty him, Laundry. him jogging. Him and being running like, away and turning me, around. fellas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a very, the there's something about Mary moment from Brett Favre there. You know, you're like, wow, this guy is a character. Oh Shout out to God. Doug Flutie, though. Doug Flutie does seem like he'd be cool. I'd love to hear that. Brett Favre pooped in a urinal and then signed his name like the pooping in the urinal is already funny enough but he signed his name with a sharpie that's incredible <laughs> good for him good for, had a golf tournament in Westchester does he bring a sharpie around oh, I where guess was this is this Wingfoot is, is Wingfoot's in Westchester it could Connor. be it could be Wingfoot's in Westchester yeah we gotta we gotta we gotta find that urinal are, are you in New York right now Jim go to go yeah. Go to the golf course and say, I want to see the... the that would scent. be amazing yeah, if there's still a Brett Favre future. Follow the scent. <laughs> 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 they haven't flushed it. They're like, I haven't ever flushed it. It's yeah, Favre. Yeah, do not flush. There's a, yeah, they, they have like a little They flushed it when he sucked it, on the jet. Police tape. <laughs> that's, that's when they finally flushed it. They're like, yeah, we're done with this guy. <laughs> Live webcam 24-7 looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, someone else wrote in. Some great uh, emails, review you know, the rehearsal. Nice these are great emails. Yeah. Someone else, uh, their subject was the rehearsal, and it says re re review the rehearsal. Uh, my review of the rehearsal is I, I didn't not I didn't get, get bizarre. <laughs> it got, yeah, like I I I saw what it was doing. I I want that to be clear. I don't want to be one of those guys that's like I didn't like it because I'm too stupid. Yeah, you're like you're like I got it. No, I got it. Yeah. Um, I just wanted the first episode, more of the first episode. Like the first episode was perfect. That was the best pilot of any show I've ever seen. 
Um, it was an amazing. Pilot. Second episode was pretty good, but it it kind of did like it. She oh, ruined it. The the yeah. the Oregon house, like her idea, like her opening up that Pandora's box, changed the entire show, and it like got the show off the rails. I'm, and then Nathan was already off the rails, and then he just are you anti the anti semite. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't believe some of the stuff she was saying. Uh, but it also oh, like yeah, she threw him for such a loop and he was already like he ended up like just a Nathan self-discovery show, which I feel like can't be a season two. You know what I mean? Right. Unless season two right. is like actually like episode one of season one. Right. Because it went so far into his own personal, you know, discovery. Well, I think I the the uh and he crossed some moral lines. Like when he, he got the actor to, yeah. to say he was like off air and then like that was his grandpa and the guy wipes the grandpa's ass, but it was all act like that was that was I was like, this is too far. Like, this is evil. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there was the some like moral Remy, lines where you're like, as hell too. Yeah, and the kid, yeah. And then if you're the mom of that kid and you watch the show and you watch him playing you, I'm sure that yeah. had to, you know what I mean? There's I this, thought he was gonna. Yeah, I, that was bizarre. Too. I thought he was going to uh, <laughs> propose to the mom, the real life mom. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. when the kid was like, I was gonna say, if she listens what, to this, call me. Which yeah. <laughs> I was, I mean, she was really cool and everything. I was like, that would actually be great for Nathan, you know? Yeah. Like if they just ended up together. Yeah. And he raised his kid, but then you're like, what am I saying? That's the craziest thing I've ever. Heard. It was it was a great show. Uh, when when season two starts, I'm going to watch it the second it airs. Exactly. Um, it's fast. But yeah, it was it was a little. My head was spinning a little too much, and I wanted a little more laughing. Yeah. A little less pain, but I was still laughing my ass off throughout I, the show. So. I was laughing in shock a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I could not believe what was happening. I also don't think there's going to be a season two of the rehearsal. I think there's going to be another show. Yeah. Whoa, and there's somehow, but the, the, the lack of the season two is the yeah. season two itself. Exactly. Yeah. It's just him being the mom, dad, what if, dad mom, whatever what, the hell he was. At the what end. if I'm season two of the rehearsal, trying to get the Kurt Rambis role somehow? That would be nice. That. I'd watch can, that. can we can we figure that out? Can yeah. I get casted, cast, casted, cast, uh, into the rehearsal in order no. to get cast into Kurt Rambis? I don't know. I think that'd be can. nice. He's in NoHo. He's close by where I am. So I mean, Nathan's little you know acting shot that he set up. That sign was still there. Like his little acting that studio be, where that, he had the fielder method. You could go learn the fielder method. That would be hilarious if you just go stand out there and wait. <laughs> what if you inadvertently end up on the rehearsal? You, you're just like going about your business, like running errands. You're just going to the dry cleaners and then like, say you show yes. up on the rehearsal. Somehow. That would be my dream. Yeah. <laughs> I told you guys I saw him that one day. I wish I screamed justice for Remy as I drove by him, but I didn't do it. He Sad. was on, he came on Bill's pod however many years ago and he talked about steampunk. Yeah. Like, that's like right. the entire that's right. time. It was wow. like talking to me about it. And yeah, I didn't had no idea yeah. what it was at the time. And then at the, at the time. At the time. <laughs> and then I had to go look it up because he's like, Google it, look it up. I'm like, what the hell is this? What are you talking about? The podcast ends. We shut everything down. You know, it goes back to being normal. And Nathan is still talking. Like he never broke. You know what I mean? He never yeah. like he was on the podcast as himself. He left as himself. And I think Nathan's Nathan, which he's, is fascinating. He's one of those guys that I I admire greatly. Um, I love his work. I think he's a genius. Uh, I do not want to hang out with him socially ever. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I think he's also like a he's 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 also like a serial killer who, to our knowledge, has not killed anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's yeah. got like the serial killer brain where when he he donates his brain to science and you like put it up against like 
a serial killer brain. It's going to look very similar. <laughs> it was also crazy. Was t- <laughs> the actor that was playing him, you know, in the in the meta world that he created, the Nathan actor, like how cold he yeah. was and yeah. how like, you know, short and things like you were like, wow, this is how Nathan views himself to be this cold and this. Like, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like, right that right. makes it even crazier. That's crazier. <laughs> Uh, anything else, I liked, Jim? I like twenty S. I like twenty S. That kid, if he was a good dad, and the kid's like, "You're a good scene partner." You're a good yeah, scene that, partner. That was a great. <laughs> it's just yeah. like the funniest thing I've ever seen. That kid was such um, a great actor. Anything else? Somebody asked, um, "Why the hell aren't you losers in the uh, the athletics forty under forty for college sports?" We were. We uh, what? We, we were, were athletic. We were last year. Oh, we were, that was the college basketball one. Oh, not just for sports. Not for the college sports one, I don't think. Sports. Dude, that sucks. We're I not mean, in it? It's one of those things where, you know, it's a lot of payola. <laughs> <laughs> far from it. Far here's, from here's it. Thing. Far <laughs> from here's the thing. Whatever that means. Whatever. Here's the thing about... Um, <laughs> Here's the thing about <laughs> Are being you upset about not being on the list? No, no. Far, far from it. <laughs> about not getting recognized <laughs> by our peers um, oh, man. and awards in general. I have found that they're all bullshit and stupid um, until I win one. Yeah, and then exactly. and then, then I'll have respect. For I respect that the group. institution yeah. that is giving, but when I am not nominated, when I'm not included, um, I don't care. It's all stupid. It's yeah. all very, very stupid. Um, no, I, I I don't care. I don't. It's it's whatever. As you, they can't, the, you, you can't put us on. The stuff. only thing that I ever cared about was the Academy and the Academy Awards and like maybe winning an Oscar. And then yeah. they gave the Shape of Water for Best Picture, and I was like, done. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no respect. I have no respect for any of this anymore. Jim, Jim, Jim until won we it. win one, and then yeah, I know. Jim, Jim won an Emmy once upon a time. We were nominated for an Emmy to get together, sure. and we lost to uh, we, we didn't lose to the slime, did we? We lost to. We lost to Mount Everest? No. Or TNT? NBA on TNT I think we lost to the TNT Tuesday show with... uh, It doesn't matter because the moment I lost, I was like, this is stupid. I don't care anymore. Well, you guys are going to lose to the (laughs) Japan trip next year. You know what I mean? So you get ready for that. Get ready for that loss. Oh, shout out. Shout out. Close Um, it. There you go. No, I, I didn't. Know, I didn't know the athletic thing existed. To be honest with you, I but, didn't either. But now I'm hurt. But now, I now I'm upset. Thank now you, I'm gonna, emailer. Now I'm going to subscribe to the athletic just so I can cancel my subscription. <laughs> 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 now I'm upset. Uh, anything else, Jim? Is that it? Um, no, that's about it. These are great emails, man. We're yeah, getting some really good emails. Thank you. Far from anything Friends else. The program far must know it. must know that we are in like a, a content, you know, just void right now. Uh, these are the most delivered. fun, dude. Honestly, these are the, these are. I have more fun with these shows than I do breaking down like Houston strength of schedule. Yeah, um, which Same. we will do. Uh, and I I believe in Houston this year. So I I, uh, I think Houston's going to win the national championship this year. Houston's going to win in Houston. That's your headline. There you go. There's your college basketball talk on the boom, podcast boom, this, boom. this week. Uh, shout outs, closeouts. Let's wrap it up. Uh, shout out to Drake May, uh, my quarterback one, my guy. Uh, five touchdowns in his first week for the North Carolina Tar Heels. But playing at App State this weekend, I'm going to be back in North Carolina with my family to watch this Oh, you're game. going back home for, going back for week home. one. Yeah, for week one. Didn't go back for week zero. Going back for week one. You're so, playing uh, at, at App State? At, at App State, where Mac Brown started. That's a beautiful Absolutely. football stadium, right? Oh, Isn't it like in, carved into the mountains yeah, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And it's going to be rowdy. And uh, App State is favored in this game. Really? So if North Carolina wins, we're the underdogs. So uh, I love an underdog story. And uh, let's hope they get it done. I love an upset. Can't wait to tweet about the Listen, upset. Man, yeah, you don't, you don't, uh, yeah, you might, you might not like it, but, uh, a lot of people in Columbus, huge App State fans. Mm. So like, I, I have a, I, I like I'm, App State. I'm yeah. a bit like, 
if we love App State in, in Columbus, yeah, of for course. sure, you have to. Yeah. That was a great game. I was in Chapel Hill going to a football game, but we watched that game at Top of the Hill before the game. Yeah, and I've never seen Topo that excited for something that we had nothing. Yeah, n- you know, we had nothing to do with. It's, Everyone was like, "This is great." I'm pretty sure they still like if you looked up App State merchandise and the biggest markets. Mm-hmm. Outside of North Carolina, Columbus is number, number one, one for sure. Yeah, <laughs> you see, Columbus is number one destination, by the way, for Labor Day weekend. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. Exactly, Brownie. <laughs> it's Brownie. Everyone, everyone's going. Everyone's to see going Brownie. to Brownie. I'm going. I'm going to Columbus. Exactly. That's Day what I'm weekend, saying. So. We're we're both going to our to our schools to represent. Uh, speaking of speaking of alma maters and football teams, uh, my first shout out is going to the Brownsburg High School mm. Bulldogs mm. football squad, number one in the state, and Jeff Sagarin's ratings state. You know Jeff Sagarin. Of course. Uh, Dan Dockich, once upon a time, told a story on air about Jeff, Jeff Sagarin having like 13 cats. Um, I'll never forget it. It, it, had, it served no purpose to the broadcast. He was talking about Sagarin ratings and was just like, as an aside, the man has 13 cats. Uh, anyway, da 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 And I was like... Like as a way to diminish his ratings? I don't know. With Dockich, you never know. <laughs> but he said it and I remembered it. And like, it's, you know, now it. here we are. And now, now like I can't hear Jeff Sagarin's name and not think about all the cats he has. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the cats. But he does, uh, Sagarin does like the college basketball. He's like a Ken Pot. He, like, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. one of the OG algorithm guys. And uh, he does Indiana high school sports as well because he's a, he's a Indiana guy. Yeah. And his algorithm right now is Brownsburg number one. The AP poll, because we just beat the, we were ranked third in the AP poll. We beat the number two team, Cathedral, mm. on Friday. Uh, and I think the new poll comes out tomorrow and there's talk, there's chatter. We might we might jump up with the number one in the AP poll, which yeah. would be huge for Brownsburg. So go you dogs. think you guys could beat Bishop Sycamore? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think so. I think I, I don't think know. I'm taking Brownsburg in that game. Uh yeah, so the dogs are the dogs are making it happen. We got the Avon game coming up uh Ooh. in a couple weeks. And uh anyway, if if Brownsburg if if we really compete for a state championship, it's going to be I don't know. You're, you're going to see me starting to get emotional uh, on the show tape because when I went to school, I need, there, the, I need the Jordan brand Brownsburg football shirt. You know we'll, what I mean? We'll hook you up, dude. That's what I need. We, we'll hook you up. Then, we, uh, then I'll propagate as well. When I was at Brownsburg, uh, when, when I was on the football team, we I remember one time we were like the other. We were the first others receiving votes, or we might have like snuck into the top because in, in the the high school polls, it's only like top ten. We might have snuck in at like number nine or something. But I, if I remember right, it was like we're the top others receiving votes. We we shut the school down and had a parade because we were like three and zero or four and zero to start yeah. the season. We were ranked like eleventh in the state, and it was the biggest deal ever. Um, never won sectionals, which was like the first kind of yeah, round yeah. of the tournament. We never won anything, and now all these years later, like fifteen years later, it's a goddamn juggernaut. Dude. Jordan Brand, the dogs are the dogs are. You were you were week zero. You were yeah, week I was, zero I was, of the brand. I was week zero of Brownsburg. <laughs> it really is weird going back because like my era of high school football at my at my hometown was like the last era of. Like just a bunch of uh, like all the all the coaches were just like people that played there, and it's just you know uh, uh, all all the all the kids are like brothers of other guys that play. It, it's like a very tight local community, and now I feel like 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 when Brownsburg hires a football coach, it's like a national search that they dump like tons yeah, of money into. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a real like college football. And they're like program. actually recruiting from all over Central Indiana to yeah. like give jobs to like the best <laughs> football programs mom or the best football players moms and dads to yeah. get them to move to Browser. Um, We've we've reached that level, and it's just wild to see because it, it, you know you're like it, I was the quarterback. Yeah, here. yeah. They're He's, like, where'd you where'd they recruit you from? Yeah. It's like no, I lived here. <laughs> the 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 yeah the the starting cornerback used to be the lunch lady's son, you know, and now <laughs> yeah. the starting quarterback is like, you know, some some guy that moved from Florida. Yeah, you know, 
two years ago. Playing in Dade County. (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. Uh, So shout out to them for that. Um, Shout out to Imani Bates, by the way, who's officially on the Eastern Michigan roster. Uh, we got to we got to do some follow up with that news. Uh, we 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 were scratching our heads about that one. No longer scratching our heads. He's in, he's going to be a, a in Eastern Michigan emu. That's what, I, I think they should be the emus. Yeah, I think you got to get rid of the eagles. Yeah. The emu emus. It sounds good. I don't know. Fits. Let's do a rebrand for them too. I'm also I'm ready to see Imani Bates unleashed. You know what I, I mean? Too. Without everybody all Does, over top. He, of I him. think Eastern Michigan plays Michigan this year, don't they? Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if they play Michigan. If they play Michigan State, that would be, that would juicy. be great. Dude, that would be great. I would love that. I think Izzo's over it, though. Like, Izzo wouldn't even make a deal out of I it. I don't think Imani Bates is, though. <laughs> so that's why I would be. Yeah, there you go. I don't I don't need Imani Bates to do well. What I need Imani Bates to do is, like, have the chip on his shoulder yeah. and want to do well. Have like, come out. Games. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to average 30 a game. I need him to, to try to average 30 a game. Yeah. There's a huge difference. As long as he's trying and he's just going out there and, like, Taking step back threes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's going to be awesome. Uh, anything else? That's all I got, honestly. I mean, shout out again to the Hawaii team. I mean, I was blown away. Shout out to the Ravens. Oh, 23 yeah, straight right. po- uh, preseason wins. Yeah, that's that's right. Like, when we talk about greatest dynasties of all time, I think Ravens preseason has to be in the conversation. Who, who's they the, didn't cover the spread, though, in the last game. So, uh, that one hurt. Ravens preseason football team. Suns bubble. Mm. Um. 2022 Hawaii Little League World Series. Yeah, 27 Yankees, 86 Celtics. Of course, always yeah. got to be in there. <laughs> yeah, these are these are these are the goat teams. <laughs> um. Oh, shout out! I forgot this one. Uh, shout out Virginia. They beat uh, KK Mega Basket. They had a rematch. Yeah, and they won. And okay. I had a Virginia fan uh, setting the record straight. He was like, "Hey, man, if you're gonna if you're gonna kill us on the front page. Make sure you, make sure you follow up. You make sure you do the follow up on the front page as well. I did not do that. I saved it for the end of the show when <laughs> yeah, no one's listening. Yeah, to yeah. It's like this is the back of the, <laughs> this is the back of the page. <laughs> but I did uh, I did my my journalistic duty of doing the follow up nonetheless. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. I felt really good for a show that we didn't have much to talk about. Where again, Barry yeah. Sanders' son signing up to play for Michigan State led the show. Pretty good show. Am I? Do I get worried when uh, I wake up on a day when there's not a lot to talk about? And we have to do a show. Far from it. No, far from far, far from, from it. Because we have the most fun when there's not much to talk about. Uh, we'll see you guys Friday. <laughs>